Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Joy. What was that? Hi, welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Marnie Vincalizzi. She traverses the universe daily, getting esoteric wisdom to share with seekers of truth. Founder and CEO of Light Internal, Marnie has been an entrepreneur all of her adult life while changing and creating businesses that bring joy and align her with her spiritual focus. For the last three decades, she has devoted her time to developing a unique way of transforming people and their lives through past life, regressions, energy clearings, classes. She's the author of five books, including her recent memoir and recorded meditations. Welcome to the show, Marnie. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, I love your journey. Um, you and I have known each other for a couple of years now. And when I first met you, um, you had your business, you know, light internal. But you also, um, what you do today is very different from what you've done in the past. Because you were telling me that you've been a CEO of multiple companies. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit about your journey to where you started and how you got to where you are today? Well, I guess I just sort of fell into it. Uh, in my 20s, I was a hairdresser, which taught me that um, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So even though I was working for Marshall Field and Company in Chicago, um, you know, it was a 50-50 split. And if I didn't bring in the people, you know, I, I didn't get paid. So that really set me up to being an entrepreneur. Um, after that, moved to Colorado. Um, hairdressing just didn't seem to fit. And I started a, a toy company where I created play tents for children called the Pee Wee TP Company. Um, I got, you know, my creative juices were flowing. So just making play tents wasn't enough. So I uh, had a subsidiary called Wannabe and Company where I made costumes for children and lots of toys. But it took a lot of travel, um, pulling a 12-foot trailer, 40,000 miles a year, um, got sort of nerve-wracking. So I was spiritually guided to move on. And uh, in my first book, Finding Your Inner Gift, I talk about that story, about how my van got me to move on. Uh, it kept giving me messages and always protected me, but um, moved on and found the business that I'm in now. And I started becoming a Reiki master teacher. Flew to Germany, learned how to do Reiki, came back, expanded that into other metaphysical classes and counseling. And that's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And I just love it. So. It's such a balanced lifestyle for sure. And you were doing it 30 years ago when no one, no one had, you know, that was very unheard of. So you were breaking boundaries way back when, um, long before it became mainstream. Um, oh, how did you, how did you, how did you fall into that? Where, what was it? There must've been something within that, that guided you towards it. 
It's interesting you ask that. If anyone knows about Reiki, they know what I'm talking about. I'll enlighten people that don't. Reiki is a hands-on healing modality where we just uh, place our hands on someone and we can relieve pain and you know help with illnesses. But it really is just channeling infinite love into my body and channeling out to someone else. And when we heal at the deepest level, we're going to heal through love. And basically that's self-love. Once we open our hearts to know that we're worthy of receiving what we want, a healthy body, a good relationship, you know, once we feel that in our own heart, then those things start to manifest. So as a Reiki master teacher, I know how to channel that infinite love into someone's body so they can actually feel it. Because if you can't feel that love, you can't manifest it. So that's how Reiki starts bringing that in. Well, interestingly enough, when I was trained in Reiki, I felt absolutely nothing. The um, master teacher that trained me in Germany um, didn't really have a, I didn't feel a lot of heart, but um, I just sort of had a sense that this is what I was supposed to do. And it was, it was a heart energy that opened me up. I felt the love of it. I didn't know where I was going with it or how it was going to work. But when I got off the plane in New York, coming back to Colorado, um, coming back from Germany and going home, I was like, this is it. I'm going to learn all these levels of Reiki. I'm going to become a teacher. I'm going to teach this. And it's interesting because you know, how life takes us through these patterns. I had a toy company for 15 years. Well, as in a, when you have a company, you've got to sell your product. And you're selling your product is teaching. So I was actually learning how to teach by selling my products. Oh, why does someone want this particular toy rather than that toy? And letting them children play with it and showing the grandmothers how it works. And so it, it really set me up. So when I came into Reiki, teaching was very easy because I knew how to talk to the public. I was very comfortable with the public. And it just all the pieces just started falling together. You talk about something so important, and that is, you know, you you pull, um, you you give some of your love, and right, and you're pulling that in others through the Reiki. Um, you know, for me, having gone through trauma as a child, um, I cared about a lot of people, but I didn't really know how to love. And it wasn't until I was older and I truly healed that I knew what that meant. Um, so it's really difficult. I'm sure you get clients that are like that and they may have a boundary how do you how do you teach someone to feel the love because you can teach them what it's like and you can teach them and you can use your reiki um skills and 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 you know to to help them but how do you teach them um to love well it depends on as you say the traumas that they've gone through um i i call myself sort of a tracker I know how to track through timelines to find out where's the core issue that started the thing that's happening, the issues that are happening to you in this lifetime. So even if we don't believe that we've lived before, we know that in our DNA is recorded everything that's happened through our ancestors. So whether you see it an ancestral trauma that's happened or your own trauma that's happened, 
finding that core, and I know how to do this, I can find that core issue. And once I heal that core issue, I can drop out the subsequent issues. So that's how it works. And I want to make one point is that I am not giving my love, though my love builds on the love that I'm channeling. But Reiki is actually channeling the infinite love of the universe through my head, into my heart, out my hands, out my voice, through my eyes. So I'm actually channeling the energy and I'm not draining myself of my own self-love. I fill myself up with that infinite love. I keep it there and I give people the overflow. So the way that people pick up on this is they feel it in the session. I can say 99.8% of the time, people walk out of my sessions feeling better than they've, they've come in. It's because they feel that love. And when they can feel it, they're going, oh, that's what it feels like. Then through my counseling and meditations that I give them, uh, guided imagery meditations, they're all listed in the various books that I've written. There are ways to take yourself out of that uh, constant auto rewind that you have in your mind and put in a, a different program. And so I see the body as a computer. So as a biological computer, let's computers, as we know, there's only switches. You just throw the switch one way or another. It's a zero or a one. It's this way or that way. So I use kinesiology, which is muscle testing. And I find out where, where that switch isn't correct within their biological computer. And I throw it the other way. They feel I, I, the difference. I love that. You know, in this day, years ago, this stuff was never, it was unheard of, right? And today we we literally have all of these tools and resources within the universe. It's, it's becoming more and more common knowledge that, you know, the earth vibrates at a frequency and we are vibrating individuals and we can connect to those frequencies. And, and that's how, you know, connecting to the frequency of love is what maintains us in this higher state of joy and happiness and love. And it's it's becoming more and more common that people are understanding the, you know, kind of the how the universe works. And um, it's just great that that you've been able to tap into that. Yeah. And like you said earlier, 30 years ago, people were not on board with this. I mean, it really was the energy that I was channeling into them that convinced them that something is going on. And, you know, I often use the term, how do you feel, same or different? Because if I say, how do you feel, they didn't always pick up on it because we're, you know, we're in 3D reality. You know, people talk about the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, you know, multiple dimensions. The language out in the universe is not what we use here. So it's really hard to put into words how you're feeling. So if you say to someone, how do you feel now since you came in, you know, they'll probably say, I'm lighter. I feel more relaxed. Uh, my breath is different. I'm always having people focus into their body to see what's going on. I'll tell them what I'm feeling in my body because I'm channeling the energy. I'll pick it up at the same time they do on a different filter. So I might feel it differently but we both feel things and our body is our messenger. If we can listen to our body, I mean, you know, you talk about gut feeling, that's part of it, you know? So right. your, your physical self knows what's best for you. Right, and we ignore it so often, you know? Right, so, so you mentioned earlier about um, uh, you, don't, you don't 
you don't use up a lot of energy when you do this process, right? You, you, you've learned how to protect yourself from doing it, uh, which I'm, I was going to ask you about because um, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, right. But you also it, went went through another process recently that I would love to talk to you about, um, it, which is the challenge of writing your memoir, um, uh-huh. which is, you know, you've, you know, you've, you've, you know, built up several companies and you have a great following. Um, you've published many books. Uh, why did you choose the challenge of writing a memoir? Because the story is so incredible that. You know, whenever I would share with someone um, the story of my father, not knowing him for 40 years, um, my search to find him, when I would share that story with people, they would often say, you've got to write a book. And I heard this for probably 15 years. I finally, you know, I made notes, uh, you know, but I finally sat down and, and got it going. And what because I help people see another side, a different perspective of the pain that they've had of people that have hurt them. I really wanted to write this book, not only as sharing these incredible stories, synchronicities that are too bizarre to make up. Um, and yet it all ends in love because I learned how to find compassion for those people that hurt me. And if I can find it, if I can take my screwed up childhood and find compassion for the people that, you know, they really didn't mean to hurt me. It just just happened. I want other people to see the same thing. Our stories are so similar. They, They could be in different locations, different people, but as you look at it, that pain, that abandonment, that hurt, it's all the same. So what's happened to me, people tell me this all the time. They read my book. Oh, this was similar to what happened with me and my mom. Oh, this was me and my brother. I mean, it, they show it. And so my second half of the book is about how you can take those issues that have been bothering you for decades and reverse them, heal them, let them, not even heal them, let them go. You know, when you talk about protection, we don't need protection. We just need to just be the light that we are. When, when we have that light radiating from us, no one can hurt us. No one can take anything from you that you don't give them. And when you come into that place of, I gave them somehow permission to make me feel bad, you know, and I, and of course, you know, physical abuse as a child, that's a tough one. You know, you didn't, you didn't have a protection against that, but here we are as adults. Are we, are we still being beat upon? No. You know, we get to make that choice that now it's time to move beyond that. And, and so that's what I, I look at, and that's how I help people change their lives and live in that joy rather than regret. I love that. And what you said really resonates. Um, I had a client recently, and she was so overwhelmed with things that are going on in her life, and, and she didn't, had all these decisions to make. And I said, you don't have to do anything. Like you don't have to be anything. You just have to be. And all you have to be is love. And that's it. And it'll all work out. And like, she literally was like, she called me a couple of days later and goes, that was, I've changed my whole perspective on everything from that. Because when you realize that that's all you have to be is love and there's no other expectations and you don't have to carry those burdens with you. Um, life is a lot more fun and life is a lot easier. And you really truly embody um, that as you move forward in life and you sh- you spread that across others. And uh, Marty, you're definitely one who, who lives that way for sure. 
Well, it's a lot easier to live that way than the other way. And it's not that I don't get stuck, but I just don't get stuck as long. And that's that's what I tell my clients as well, is, you know, the issues that you have, you're always going to have them. If anyone says, I can get rid of your abandonment issues, it's not true. It's always there, but we're lessening it. We are becoming aware of it sooner. Does it run you for three days or 10 minutes? That's the difference. Right. And that's the gift I give people is that it's there. You're going to recognize it. Oh, yeah, there it is again. But you move beyond. You you see a different way of dealing with it and it goes away. I love it. A whole new perspective. Yes. Well, thank you, Marnie. We're running out of time. Uh, any advice you want to give to the audience? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, find that one thing that makes you happy each day, especially when you're depressed. You know, look out, uh, look at the sun, look at a tree, look at a flower that bloomed, listen for the bird. There's something good happening every day. And if you just start your day with placing your hands on your heart with gratitude, gratitude for one little thing, those things will continue to manifest during the day. Great advice. Thank you so much, Marnie, for being on the show. Um, where can people find you? Um, lightinternal.com. There'll be a list of um, all my connections. The book we're talking about is They Did the Best They Could, Discovering Your Path to Compassion. And um, there's there's a children's book. There's, yeah, there's tons of books, meditations. Look for me on YouTube, Pinterest. I'm out there. She's out there, everyone. Reach out to her. She is a light and she will help you bring your light internal as well. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Bye, Marissa. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.